Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How goes it? Welcome in to World Soccer Talk Radio. It's good to have you here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, whichever affiliate you are listening on all across this great country that we call the U.S. of A. My name is Nate Abarea. Pleasure and a privilege to be with you every day right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Thanks for subscribing to us, by the way, on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and you know the website, worldsoccertalk.com. Great friend of the show with us today, Juan Arango, talking all about this USA-Mexico clash, the CONCACAF Cup, and we're going to clear up this whole Mexico coaching situation. You may have heard, they've hired their man. They they got their guy now, the one who they're going with, after Mexico had, what was it, like 35 prime candidates that they were after, and they finally found the one that they're calling their guy, I think the one that they kind of settled for. He's a damn fine coach, take nothing away from Juan Carlos Osorio, who has managed all over the world in both hemispheres and most recently down in Brazil. He's been in America. He's been in Mexico. So he's an experienced man, a great coach, Juan Carlos Osorio, getting the Mexico job. But then there's Tuca Ferretti. Then there's Mr. Inter, Mr. Tigres, and Tuca's still going to coach this game. This is it. This is the final game that Tuca is going to coach. He was supposed to coach four. This will be the third uh, match in the in the Tuca Ferretti interim reign of L3. So I have this feeling, and I want to talk with Juan all about this. This is going to be the game of Tuca's life. I mean, Tuca has, for all intents and purposes, nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, it, people would, would shame him if he messed up horribly in some way as a coach, but for all intents and purposes, he's got nothing to lose. This could be the game of his life for him to put something together and take his one opportunity to be a national hero heading the Mexican national team. We shall see. We'll talk with Juan also about the U.S. manager, Jürgen and all of our thoughts on Jürgen. And before we head to our first break here on World Soccer Talk Radio, how about Jürgens? You know me. I grew up supporting three teams, the San Jose Earthquakes, Liverpool, and the U.S. men's national team. Never did I think that I would see two of them, if this Jurgen Klopp thing goes through, never did I think I'd see two of those three headed by Germans. Two Jurgens at that. Dom Kinnear in San Jose, I think your job is safe. But who knows, the way things are going, earthquakes could be headed by a German soon. Juan Arango with us after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
see the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here. Time to shake off that boring old weekend and get back to the excitement of labor. You're going to need a good lunch, though. So stop into a KFC for a $5 fill-up with two pieces of original recipe chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, a biscuit, a cookie, and a medium drink. Okay, then. I'll let you get back to work now. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Drum thigh side cookie medium drink. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. But I'm now the president of everybody. Unlike Set Bladder, I have not been suspended for 90 days. No, I'm here with you live from Southern California getting ready for USA-Mexico this Saturday. Nate Abarea here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. Juan Arango, a great friend of the show, is with us to talk all about this CONCACAF Cup that we are all looking forward to. Juan, how you doing, man? Doing good, actually. I'm hyped up for tomorrow, man. What are you talking about, CONCACAF Cup? I'm talking about World Cup qualifiers start tomorrow. I'm hyped. Please, please enlighten the good listeners of World Soccer Talk Radio, specifically what you are pumped up about, one. It's only one thing, man. Colombia's playing tomorrow. <laughs> Colombia, 
the Colombia, Peru in Barranquilla, and, and, and of course, Conmebol gets started with their World Cup qualifiers. Nobody suspended 90 days yet, but uh, still uh, the most difficult, the most exciting, and the most competitive World Cup qualifying region on the planet. Of course, who cannot be pumped over that? It's always what I love about Conmebol uh, qualifying is, is the way you look mm-hmm. at the table. It's just like a league table. It's like they play almost like a, a, a league season. And they dislike each other just as much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's pretty much what, what it comes down to. But, but, I mean, jumping back to what, 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 what we're talking about originally, uh, I mean, the numbers, Nate, the numbers that are being thrown around as far as what CONCACAF is going to be earning just from one game. I mean, uh, it's, I, mean, I mean, I don't know what they're talking about over on, on the West Coast, but they're talking about, like, what, $13, $14 million generated just off of ticket uh, revenues for this match alone? I mean, it, it's some crazy numbers, man. Well, Juan, I, during the Gold Cup, I, I loved uh, talking with you quite a bit about the Panama mm-hmm. situation and, and uh, you know, the, the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists that were coming out after uh, that, that Panama-Mexico game. And one of the things I said to you back during the Gold Cup was, man, they, the, 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 the idea of saying that Mexico had the Gold Cup, quote-unquote, fixed for them, we need to be very careful. We talked all about this this summer, being very careful with our language. But what CONCACAF had to make off of this potential one-game playoff meant that they were going to do everything in their power, everything legally in their power, to make sure that Mexico won the Gold Cup. Because you look at this thing, it's absolutely insane. I mean, you, you remember that Panama game. I think a lot of people are, yeah. are forgetting how this thing even started. I just love the way you mince, you know, you, you mince your words. I mean, trying to really, you know, tiptoe, you know, through the landmine. So, so I don't want them to blackball me, Juan. You know how they get. Oh, I've been there, so I know exactly how you feel. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, moving on to other things. I, I mean, it's, it's not only just that. I mean, the ticket. I mean, what the cheapest ticket uh, that was being sold was one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Uh, the parking I saw there. I mean, I, I mean this, this is obviously what I saw online. Just parking. You know that that's being offered by the stadium was like a hundred bucks, um, and I, I can only imagine you know how many people are going to be you know making the trek and other methods of transportation, carpooling, what have you, to be able to, to to chip in. But I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous the amount of. I was talking to, to a couple of journalists in Uruguay, and they're like, "Dude, you see, that's why Conmebol wants to do the Copa America in the United States. You know, how are you going to be charging one hundred thirty-five dollars a pop?" Juan Arango is with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio, and I'm very much enjoying how this conversation is going here. And I think to to close it out, you and God, you bring up the the centenario, which I'm I'm still we we could talk about that for a whole separate show because what's going on there? Do we do we fully know who can we really trust? But when we talk about all of this on on a money side, and we talk about this one game playoff, and and there's never been anything like this in in the USA Mexico rivalry history and this is milking everything that a rivalry is worth and condensing it in to 90 pressure-packed minutes and all the money that they're going to make off of marketing it that way maybe there's some positives from it as well just from a theater point of view and talk about that a little bit as far as this being this one game spectacle with all this money going into it and everything that surrounds it it's just one game between the USA and Mexico. I mean, apart from Gold Cup finals and some of the old U.S. Cup finals back in the day, I can't remember anything anything like this. It's kind of weird in a good way. But, but, but you know, it's, it's not only that. It's, it's never been seen 
in world football. For, forget about, you know, the region. I mean, you've seen the winner of the European Championships go straight to the Confederations Cup. Same thing with Asia, with Africa, even in Commonwealth, the winner of the Copa America um, from a certain year ends up going to the, to the Confederations Cup. Never have we seen something like this. And, and, and yet, uh, you know, CONCACAF took, you know, some of the words, some of the advice from Seth Blatter back in the day. Say, hey, we got to try and invent, you know, get, see how we can monetize it, how we can maximize it. And they did exactly that. I, I mean, the, just, I mean, from a, the American standpoint, you're not getting as much, as, as, as much drama as there is. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Landon Donovan said a few things, which are absolutely true, what he said. But if you if you listen to what's going on on the Mexican side, I mean, uh, all the talk of Juan Carlos Osorio becoming the next coach of Mexico has kind of overshadowed everything. And you do hear some rumblings in the Mexican media about, are we going to be able to win? Uh, you know, who are we going to have? What's going to happen? Oh, my God, Gio is not going to play. Oh, my God, Oliva Benalto is not playing well. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, my God. And, I mean, you hear that constantly. On, on, on Spanish radio here in the United States, forget about it, Mexico. Here in the United States, there's a mass hysteria going on over this match. So imagine how it's going to be on Sunday when it reaches, you know, beyond fever pitch. One, we got three minutes left here, and you transition perfectly into what I want to close this segment talking about, and that is Juan Carlos Osorio and Tuca Ferretti. You talk about everybody worrying about winning this match. You've got Tuca now in this, the, the one game situation that it just it carries on here. It's so beautiful. Tuca's got almost nothing to lose. I mean, he's literally coaching one game here and then he knows he's just, you know, heading back to Tigres and, and doing his thing. Talk about how Tuca's feeling right now. We'll get to Osorio in the next segment, but Tuca with this one game chance to be a hero as the coach. If you, if you've seen Tuca Ferretti's girlfriend, you wouldn't feel sorry for him one bit. <laughs> so let you know, okay? So don't feel so bad for him, uh, number one. Number two, it was a great quote uh, during uh, Monday's press conference by Tuca. He goes and says, well, if I lose, they're going to hang me from the highest post, and, well, pretty much nothing's going to happen. So what? You know, he's, he's really shrugged it all off. Said, okay, fine, if I win, great. If I lose, no big deal. Well, whatever. You know, um, the ones that have to suffer at that point <laughs> or Juan Carlos Osorio and the rest of, of the Mexican Federation. Uh, as far as Osorio, I mean, uh, you get people that are talking about how, how, this, how he's not experienced, he doesn't have the pedigree, he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that, he's never coached a national team before, he doesn't have any titles, which is not true. He, has, he had six with Ligo Nacional in the past two, uh, two years that he was coaching in Colombia. Uh, but, oh, he has no pedigree. But then people tend to forget that when Miguel Herrera took over, that was his first national team gig as well. Well, absolutely. And I, I remember it fondly when I used to say that Miguel Herrera should be the Mexican national team coach. And I'd always have friends go, oh, oh, Wero, he's a club coach. He's a club coach. And there was always this, this stigma with he's a club coach. It's like, well, everybody's a club coach until they get their first chance with a national team. And so I'm, I, I'm, I actually think I talked about Except this in the opening. Queen, this Exactly. Look at your any anybody. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. except, except for except for that one. There you go. Yeah, Juan Carlos Osorio is, is, I think, an excellent selection as far as bringing experience and and a a true multi hemisphere perspective. And that's where Mexico want to be. They want to be playing in Copa America. They want to be succeeding in North America. They want to be in the Confederations Cup. And I think Juan Carlos Osorio brings multiple perspectives uh, to mm -hmm. this national team. I think it's a great hire. I just love. This Tuca situation, and and one in the sixty seconds that we got here, you touched on something there that I want you to expand on. 
Tuca saying, yeah, you know, it's kind of, eh, you know, shrug it off of my shoulders. No big deal. I'm gone either way here. How are the players feeling about that, about that being the guy that's heading them and being the general leading into the Rose Bowl on Saturday? Uh, they've kind of rubbed off on that. They, I mean, I've, you've heard some say, yeah, it's an important match. I mean, every match against the U.S. is important. Uh, every, you know, so, I mean, they're going to be coming in with the same impetus, with the same uh, in, intention, which is to beat the U.S. no matter what. They want to beat them in hopscotch, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, what situation they're, they're facing. Uh, they know that Osorio's coming in. And to me, Osorio's not that good a fit to Mexico. And not because of he, he, the inability of, of him being a coach, but going into a situation where he backs, you know, he's put in a situation, he loses three matches in the hot seat. Uh, well, I don't know if that's so much a case. And also remember, Osorio has also left halfway through six tenures as a coach. So keep that in mind as well. Loyalty, 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 question mark. World Soccer Talk Radio here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, talking all about the Mexican coaching situation, talking about the CONCACAF Cup. We'll talk about Zijurgen Zicklinsman. Got to, got to specify now about my, my Jurgens for, for the teams that I've grown up supporting. We'll see how that all plays out at Anfield. That's for a separate show. We'll talk about Zijurgen Klinsman on the other side of this break and continue this Mexico coaching conversation. Dempsey and Chicharito, also something I can't wait to talk about with Juan a little bit later in the program. Two players who have never scored against the USA for Chicharito or against Mexico for Clint Dempsey. Who's going to be the one to break their own personal curse against the arch rivals? We shall see. We're back after this. World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here. Time to shake off that boring old weekend and get back to the excitement of labor. You're going to need a good lunch, though. So stop into a KFC for a $5 fill-up with two pieces of original recipe chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, a biscuit, a cookie, and a medium drink. Okay, then. I'll let you get back to work now. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Drum thigh side cookie medium drink. Pricing and participation may vary. Tax extra. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. 
The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to Go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. How'd you like to play football against the Germans? Why not? The Germans are taking over my life. We'll see how it all plays out. Nada Barea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio, joined by a great friend of the show, man, you've heard on here many times, Juan Arango. We're talking, well, we're talking all about CONCACAF Cup, USA-Mexico, a little uh, CONMEBOL flavor thrown in there as well. And let's talk about, after breaking down the Mexican coaching situation, I'm curious to actually talk a little bit more uh, about the whole Osorio hire, but let's look at the U.S. side as far as the, uh, the, the manager goes, and let's talk about the German, let's talk about... Jürgen, you said in the first segment, in the last segment, one that you completely agreed with uh, Landon Donovan's statements that went public yesterday, that if they lose this match, that Jürgen should be sacked and that Jürgen should be held to the same standards as these U.S. players that are being criticized more and more. Please uh, expand on your agreement with Landon Donovan's comments, Juan. Well, I, I absolutely agree with Landon Donovan that you have to put you, know, you have to put Harry Jurgen's feet to the same fire that the players are being put at. I mean, I mean, it, it's easy to go scot free and say, "Well, the players have to take the pressure." Hell, the coach has to as well. Uh, I, I mean, a lot of situations it hasn't been that the U.S. is either depending on the narrative you have don't have the, the players don't have the quality don't have the technique don't have this don't have that don't have the other. But at the same time, you've seen Jurgen Klinsmann on many occasions, not put the U.S. in the best position to win. And that's the coach's responsibility, ultimately. And you, you can't blame anyone else outside of that. And when you start to see the, the, the coach t- shun that criticism, shun uh, anything that, that's said in his direction, that, that's a big problem as far as that's concerned. But also remember the role that Jurgen Klinsmann has. He has to be his own critic. And sometimes he hasn't been his best critic whatsoever. Um, you know, he looks at himself in the mirror and says, hey, you know, Jurgen, you're doing a good job. You're so handsome. You're doing great. That's wonderful. <laughs> and I know, well, yeah, of course. You know, it, it's Jurgen having a conversation with the mirror, and the mirror's telling him pretty much what he wants to hear, not what he needs to be told. Uh, and let, let, let's be just flat out and brutally honest about that. Um, when it comes down to tactics, I, I really have never seen, even even during his days back in Germany, when, when he had Joachim Love as his, as his right-hand man, as his tactical guru, um, you didn't see Jurgen 
make those adjustments. You didn't see Jurgen become the one that said, you know what, I need to be that guy that says, hey, we need to put this guy over here. We need to bring this guy out. We need to bring this guy in. Jurgen takes a while to, to find and make adjustments on the fly in certain games. Just just look in, in recent matches. In the matches, even when they win, you see them have such a hard time. And as soon as the adjustments are made, though, yeah, they, a lot of them do click. But it takes a while for those adjustments to be made. And sometimes it ends up costing you big time in big games. And that's what's happened with, with the U.S. under Jurgen Klinsmann. Um, as far as Landon saying that he needs to be sacked, we know that's not going to happen because uh, the US, U.S. soccer is not going to let Jurgen Klinsmann go, knowing that he has still three more years left on his contract. And uh, U.S. soccer is not too fond of being uh, in a position where they have to pay two possibly three positions um, for at the same time, and two of them aren't being active. But, you know, let's say Jurgen ends up being sacked completely and is no longer technical director, you have to find a new coach. And on top of paying that new coach, you have to pay the technical director and the coach that aren't there anymore. One, I want to talk with you about something uh, that I don't think we've really done this on the show too much. I've done this with, with friends who are uh, in and around the U.S. men's national team circle and mm-hmm. talked with a few people actually uh, from Germany about this. I have always had this nagging suspicion, and it's, it's growing and growing, that Jurgen Klinsmann is going to someday be the president of U.S. soccer. That there's there's a route that's being designed, and you talk about you know yeah he by European or South American or my God even Mexican standards he should he he would be fired if they were to say get beat three nil uh, by Mexico on Saturday so you know real real embarrassing loss in the Rose Bowl Jurgen in seemingly ninety percent of other situations around the world would be sacked immediately. But you say it's not going to happen based on the contract, based on the technical director situation, based on a few other things. Am I crazy to think that he is just in for life and that someday he's going to be all the way at the top? Uh, if we talk about how he's going to be 2015, I mean, that's, that's not far-fetched. I mean, that's really not far-fetched. And let's add to it that the media here in the United States really is not pressuring Jurgen uh, Klinsmann in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they ask him questions, but then he says something, and like, okay, all right, and they move on. You know, you, you, you do that with Tuca Ferretti or even Miguel Herrera. He was just being hounded, harassed. And, and I think Mexico is a bad example because that's the complete opposite of the spectrum. Uh, I mean, they, they go overboard as far as criticizing, and, and they even get personal at that end over there. But as far as Jurgen Klinsmann's concerned, uh, the press here really don't pressure him. You don't see Jurgen Klinsmann on the front page of the New York Times saying, get him out, you know, sack, sack her Jürgen. You know, or, or whatever. No more football gods. Or, you know, something like that. <laughs> or they're, they're asking, asking him for you know to get out of it, to leave this position. You don't have that uh, because football isn't so mainstream here in the U.S. And, and the media, the, the football media here, is still kind of growing. It's still you know finding its traction. So, I mean, in a way, it's not his fault. In a way, it is because he, he's taken advantage of a situation where he knows that there's no pressure. I mean, the U.S. national team. U.S. men's national team position is probably the cushiest job in world football, I mean, without a doubt. So uh, that being said, yeah, it's not too far-fetched that he would be, uh, you know, looking to have a, a longer track or a longer tenure and maybe in another position. Why not? 
One, you talk about Jurgen's tactics, uh, sometimes his, his lacking of, of tactical prowess uh, as a manager. What do you think he's going to come with on, on Saturday? And I asked this question kind of in it, looking at it in a broader scope here of just the whether it's the formation, whether it's something within the team. What do you think he's really going for after all the tinkering and all the changes over the, the last year or so? What's he going to be going with style-wise and personnel-wise come Saturday night in Pasadena? I mean, if you know, let's play the lottery, man. We'll split it half and half. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the teams at this point, to me, they look very similar. I mean, uh, you don't have that one forward for Mexico that's just absolutely, you know, making the, you know, the, the, the U.S. national team defense just absolutely quake in their boots. At the same time, you don't have, you know, as much as people want to want to, you know, count Josie Altador doing great. He has a guy named Sebastian Jovinko that he's playing next to, and I think he has a much greater impact than Josie Altador is having with Toronto FC right now. Uh, I mean, you, you have certain uh, teams in both the U.S. and Mexico, if you look at them, that, you know, they're, they're very evenly matched. I mean, so it can, the match can go either way. I don't think that this match you're going to see them, especially with this Mexico side, especially with this U.S. side, that you're going to see one team run away with it over the other. You might see a 2-1. You might see a 1-0. It, it'll be very tight. Uh, but it, it's, it's going to be a war of attrition, for lack of a better term. I, that's the way I see it, at least. I, I don't see the U.S. going too crazy. Maybe they'll have... You know, that diamond formation that, that Jurgen was trying to implement, trying to have a Beckerman kind of protecting that, 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 uh, the, the central defenders, maybe go on the attack and have uh, Dempsey and, and Altidore up top. Or maybe, I mean, but you don't know. I mean, you really don't know what's going to happen in this game. At the same time, with, with Mexico, who's going to be that player? I don't see Chicharito really being a big factor. I don't see Oribe Peralta, uh, probably to me, one of the most overhyped players in Mexican football right now. Uh, becoming a, a major factor as far as uh, this team is concerned. So, I, I mean, it, it's going to be one of those tight 1-0, 2-1 encounters to me. Juan, less than 60 seconds before we got to head to break there. You brought up the name Chicharito. I said in the last segment, we talked about this yesterday with Jeff Carlisle, Clint Dempsey has never scored against Mexico. Chicharito has surprisingly never scored against the USA. If you had to put a little bit of money on one of those players to score in this game, which one would it be? Ooh, I'd probably, I'd probably go with Clint Dempsey a little bit more. If, if you want to do a proposition on who will hit the most fans in the stands, I would probably go with Chicharito. <laughs> Juan Rango with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's the CONCACAF Cup, USA-Mexico, 6.30 West Coast time kickoff on Saturday night in the Rose Bowl. It's going to be 100 degrees on Saturday. We'll see how much it cools down to come kickoff there in Pasadena. It is going to be a hot one regardless. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk about the culture of this rivalry. We're going to talk a little bit about what USA-Mexico really means, how much CONCACAF values this rivalry. I'm sure you could think of a few other words to talk about how they treat this rivalry. Uh, exploit might be one that comes to mind in regards to this game. But we're going to talk about the magnitude of this rivalry and the culture of this USA-Mexico soccer rivalry that is. It's World Soccer Talk Radio, Nate Abarea and Juan Arango back with you after this. Stay tuned. 
And now, a touching moment while staying in touch with GEICO. I remember it like it was yesterday. As I downloaded the GEICO app, a bluebird landed on my finger. I said, hey, Mr. Bluebird, did you know you can add a car to your GEICO policy with just a tap of your finger? Just scan the VIN number. It's so easy. After that, we watched the sunset together and ate birdseed. The birdseed tasted super weird, but the sunset was nice. VIN scanning to add a car. Just a few taps away on the GEICO app. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242 Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels, too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Napa know-how. When you buy Napa's 5-gallon 90th anniversary bucket for $2.99, almost anything you can stuff in it is 20% off. Like shop towels, grease guns, buffing pads... Spark plugs, tire brush, ice scrapers, and glass cleaner. That's a bucket load of stuff. So pick up a Napa bucket for $2.99 today and start saving 20% on anything you can fit inside. Conquer the job with Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, minimum three items, some exclusion supply. Offer good while supplies last. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's yeah! Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thanks for subscribing to us in podcast form, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and WorldSoccerTalk.com. Special hello to the men and women listening overseas via the American Forces Network. Juan Arango is with us here in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. And Juan, it's time to talk about the culture of, of this rivalry. How would you, as someone who's viewed this from, from quite a few different angles over the years, how would you sum up 
the USA-Mexico rivalry to a, an unfamiliar but curious party that, that wanted to know a little bit more about this thing? It's one of those rivalries that has a little bit of everything. Uh, I mean, there's always that, uh, that uh, ingredient of, of being historical rivals, of uh, being neighbors, yet yeah, partners in certain aspects. Um, you see a, a, a team that has been traditionally uh, involved in football compared to one that has had its historical ups and downs that has finally um, found itself in an upward crest of improvement. Um, it has a lot of that. You know, you just still have the intensity, the despite, and also you start seeing slowly but surely both sides getting to know each other a little bit more from a football standpoint. I mean, uh, 15, 20 years ago, uh, many Mexican players couldn't name you, um, you know, more, you know, some of the American players, just like many of the Americans, uh, maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, couldn't name you a player from Liga Yankees or even, or even the Mexican national team for that uh, matter. So, I mean, it, it's, it's been evolving. It's been growing. So it, it makes it, yeah, with every passing edition, makes it more and more interesting. Juan, earlier in the program, you brought up the uh, differing mentalities of the American soccer press and the Mexican uh, soccer press and the, uh, the ways of the Mexican media. And Mexican television also over the last few years has done something that I have, to be quite honest, I've, I've quite enjoyed. And they've brought politics in an almost satirical fashion into their promotion uh, of, of these USA-Mexico games. And TV Azteca is the latest example of this with that just fantastic from a from a theater point of view from a pump up and let's go point of view the ad uh, featuring a uh, a donald trump speech uh within uh with all sorts of great usa mexico highlights uh mixed mm-hmm. in there what do you think of of that uh mentality and obviously there's a lot of hyperbole and and, and pump up mentality involved uh from from the networks but just in general in terms of bringing more of a of a social tone to a rivalry that has for really pretty much been an all-on-the-field type thing. What do you think about culturing it up a little bit in the ways that some of these networks have over the last few years? They're, they're learning, for sure. I mean, uh, the best example, the best parallel example I can give you, a rivalry that to me is the biggest in the world, uh, Argentina and Brazil. I mean, uh, during the World Cup last year, Argentine television was kind of, you know, trolling Brazil. And they were using quotes from a speech from the Pope. <laughs> I, mean, so, so, I mean, saying, oh, you know, you guys don't know this. You guys haven't experienced being next to God. And they put pictures of Maradona, and they put this, and they put that. And, and, and they kind of, you know, so, so from that aspect, yeah, you, you do see that. And it's funny you mentioned Teve Azteca, because Teve Azteca, ironically, their commentator was the one that eventually got Miguel Herrera. Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> after what happened over at, at Philly International Airport. Uh, I mean, it, it's ironic you say that, but yeah, of course, that, 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 that ad that you mentioned with Donald Trump and it uh, was, was quickly shelved. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it does harness a lot on, on the political, on the past, on the present, 
uh, you know, there's there's been some people I've talked to that live in in, in L.A. And, and they live in California and they, they're me- of Mexican descent. Saying this is a, remember this this is this is Mexico. I mean, remember they you know and they and they bring in the you know the insinuations from the war and you know Mexican American war talking about hey this is a Mexican home game because of course this is Mexico. They just moved the border a little bit further south of us. That transitions into the next uh, piece of media that I want to talk about. And it's actually, it's a funny one. It's an obscure one that I'm sure actually a lot of people that listen to this show might not know about. So I encourage you to look this up. Uh, it's got to be still still up on YouTube. And it was an ad a, a few years ago uh, featuring Landon Donovan uh, for a, a Mexican soccer betting site. I think it was, uh, it was Ghana Goal. Uh, I'll have to check with the fact department here. I'm pretty sure it was a, a company yeah. called... Uh, Gonagol, and it was a commercial where there's a, uh, a border guard with a shotgun walking on the Mexican side of the border, and, and he looks down to the wall, and he sees someone sneaking under, and he's like, the, the look on his face is, says it all. It's like, wait, why is someone sneaking from that side into this side? And it's a man with a sombrero and dirt all over the face and kind of some, some eye black on, and he stops the man, he, he points the gun at him, and he, he takes off the hat, and he goes, wait, you're Landon Donovan. Why? What? What are you doing here, sneaking into Mexico? And uh, I, I, if I recall correctly, the great the great line was uh, "Por qué es más fácil por ganar en México?" It's easier to win when I'm <laughs> when I'm down here, and the guard gets pissed and points the gun at him and goes, "You know what? What did you say?" He goes, "No, gonna goal." And it's Landon Donovan doing this ad for this Mexican uh, yeah, soccer yeah. gambling site. I mean, what do you think about this stuff? Because I love this stuff, and I wish there was more of it. One. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of the culture. South of, of the border here, I mean, you can see that here in the U.S. Uh, for for several reasons, and, and, and I mean that, that could be a whole show in and of itself as to why. Uh, just a different culture, just a different way of, of promoting things. I mean, uh, I remember there was one uh, group of ads, and there was a group of of, of, uh, of of media types that were promoting, you know, when Landon Donovan was, was taking a leak, and you know, on the edge of, of the pitch when he was training before a Mexico match. And um, after Mexico or Costa Rica, I don't remember. But but again, oh, you know, the disrespect that there is, you know, trying to hype it up, trying to sell, and, and maybe maybe that's not culturally that's not seen as the right way to do things on this side. It's it's not the correct way to do things on this side. Try and sell using that. And in some parts of the world, it's borderline inciting violence if you really look at it from that perspective. Um, but but like I said, yeah, there's two completely chasm. There's a huge chasm between how the Mexican slash Latin American media here in the United States covers the game compared to what the Anglo-Saxon North American U.S. English speaking media does here in in in, in the U.S. So. Well, the thing that you're referencing there, Juan, I remember it quite well. I I, I think again, checking with the, uh, the the sports byline fact department here, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was an Olympic qualify. It had something to do with the an Olympic qualifying. Landon was in his early 20s, and it was actually at uh, Estadio Jalisco, and it was the the little bushes hey, that are know, on the yeah. side there that that have a, a like a it's sacred exactly connection that. to them. Exactly. Yeah, and he went over and he said they weren't letting us use the bathroom. It was during training, and and they wouldn't let me take a piss. And and I needed to go. It was right in the middle of our water break. I needed to run and go pee, and the, and they wouldn't let me. And they locked the doors on us, and were being kind of rude. So I said, "Hey, there's a there's a bush over here." And they caught video footage of Landon doing the doing the age old going down on one knee and and whipping it out and peeing behind the bush there, and compared him to a dog. And I mean, there's there's the whole sacred connections of <laughs> what those what those bushes meant to the people in Jalisco. And then there's Landon's uh, comeback from the match that night, or uh, the next day there. 
in Guadalajara, where this is in, I think, early 2002, and, and Landon, and this is all alleged stuff that there were fans chanting, oh, Sama, oh, Sama, in, in regards to, to, to yeah. stuff going on with, with the U.S. on a, on a foreign uh, uh, level with, with the war with Afghanistan yeah. and all sorts of stuff with that. And, and that's stuff that I think it's so pushed under the rug. And, and, and I, I wonder why. Is the U.S. soccer media scared to, to get involved with stuff like that? I mean, it, it could backfire, but at the same time, I think there's, there's a lot of potential to it. I mean, it's a lot of potential, but it is what it is. I mean, it's what's happening, and, and, and I think we need to, to, to say, I mean, it, it could shock people. It's like, oh, my God, these heathens, these barbarians. But, but it's it, it, or, or, or whatever you know. However you want to look at it, but it is what it is. It was happening in that moment. It's what's you know, for better or for worse. What's you know, making the environment what it is. It could be a violent environment. It could be a friendly environment. It could be an intense environment. Whatever it is, uh, it is part of it. I mean, and, and it needs to be mentioned. Needs to be reported. And it's just not something that you see commonly in a U.S. sports setting. And, and I think that's where, okay, where, where does this fit into the whole puzzle? And I think we're, we're finding more and more, at least in this side, in, in this country, that, you know, it, it does have a, a place. Um, and it's slowly finding its place because of the football culture becoming so intertwined. Now we have uh, on, on the U.S. side, we, you know, you see matches in MLS and we see how fans, um, you know, behave better or worse. We see how, how fans uh, enjoy the banter. And I think you, you start to see that uh, be more and more part of the football culture here in the United States. Therefore, it's at least starting to find its place within it. Hey, and I want to make abundantly clear here that, you know, I, I might come off as, as a hypocrite in this regard because I always tell people, hey, calm down. Let's not get caught up in mass hysteria. And here I am, you know, beating the, the drum of, of hysteria. And, hey, how come we don't buy into more of this stuff? Let, let's find a middle ground. I don't want it to be overdone. I don't want it to be all about this, you know, insane, over-the-top, bringing things that have nothing to do with the game itself into the promotion of the game. But a little bit of it in, in the way that the Mexican media has done it over the past few years with the Donald Trump ad, with the Landon Donovan doing the ad for, for the Mexican betting site, stuff like that. I, I love that stuff, and I do wish there was a little bit more of that, I mean, but I would it, not it, it want it. I would it, not it want it to be too much. It happened in, in Brazil, too. I mean, the, there was a beer uh, company that made a series of commercials just trolling on everybody. I mean, they, they were just trolling on the English, especially, you know, they're, oh, we're glad the English came, we're glad the English came, they're so great, they're so great. But they haven't won anything since 66. <laughs> Boom, done. <laughs> you know, you know uh, fine, they created football, the best in the world. Oh, the French, this and the other, blah, blah, blah. but they, got, they, they, haven't, you know, they, they haven't gone to a final, you know, and, and, and they, they lost by a head. You know, that kind of thing. Now, and it's, it's part of it. I mean, I know what you're talking about. There, there's a really fine line between banter and inciting violence. I mean, we're not talking about what happened in Argentina the other day where a barra brava threw a coin on the pitch and hit a player in the eye, and who knows if, if he'll be able to play anymore. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about saying, yeah, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, anything that, that happens in a negative manner as far as, as far as some of the crises that are going on in, in, in the world right now or have happened in the past. Yeah, you know, yeah, all right, you know, great thing. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about, about you know, back and forth that you have with your friends, that type of thing. We're not talking about inciting violence. I mean, because I think that there's a very fine line between those two things, and I, I think that's where we haven't learned to balance that yet. And many other countries haven't learned to balance that yet either. 
uh, you know, let, let, let's let's keep that make that clear as well. Well, and for me too, personally, and I, I, I always talk about friends, you know, talk about this with friends that, you know, for, for me growing up in a town that was 90% Mexican, you know, I was the one USA fan and, and what these games meant and that mentality in the neighborhood back in, in Watsonville and in the Bay Area and in San Jose growing up where there was an element of neighborhood friendliness to everything that was going on. I think that might be lost on some people and some people see things like this and go, oh, no, no, that that's not okay. That's going to, that's going to incite a riot. And, and we kind of think of it as, Hey, no, this is actually just kind of how it is yeah, all mean, around I mean, the world. The and there is a friendliness yeah. to it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, here in the U S there is a friendliness to it, but you go and do the same thing over in Mexico city and see how that happens. You see a Brazilian, as soon as Brazil beats Argentina in Buenos Aires or beats him in Rosario like a few years ago, you know, have him run around and start trolling the Argentines. That's not going to happen. Well, Juan, I want to actually throw this out here. We we we, we actually got to we got to close this out here here in sixty seconds. But I want to close this out by uh, by throwing something out actually from from yesterday's guest from Jeff Carlisle, who did a great piece uh, on on ESPN FC, uh, an oral history from players that have played in this rivalry. And Casey Keller ha- had a point in there, something that that I've thought for years, and that is that Mexican fans towards U.S. players in Mexico City, he talks about getting a lot of respect uh, in, in Estadio Azteca, and he actually mm-hmm. always felt far more afraid and far more you know, fearful in a variety of ways when playing Mexico in Los Angeles. And so it's amazing how that all ties back in here to 2015 and the atmosphere uh, that many people are expecting within the Rose Bowl. And we'll see what the hostility level is at on Saturday night. But that's an interesting point there from the, the former American goalkeeper that he actually feared playing Mexico in L.A. more than he feared playing Mexico in that stadium that we know oh so well, Estadio Azteca. Juan Arango, how can folks get a yeah. hold of you in the Twitter sphere, sir? Well, you, they can follow me on Twitter over at Juan G underscore Arango. But it, it, going back, one last point of regarding that, just to piggyback on what you said, if you want to take that rivalry where neither side likes each other, Tuesday night in Lima, Chile, Peru. I mean, it, it's absolute hatred, that one. I mean, that, that from a hatred standpoint, that one top mall. Juan, you are my, my, you're my South American correspondent. You're, you're my go-to source anytime a CONCACAF coach punches somebody, and you are always welcome on this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for existing, man. <laughs> Thank you for existing. That was the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. World Soccer Talk Radio, we're back after this. Taking the express train home. Stay tuned. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738.
Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Another tip of my cap to Mr. Juan Arango. Thank you so much for joining us, Juan, a great friend of the show and someone that we will have back again for sure. Thanks to the gaffer, Chris Harris. Thanks to the producers in San Francisco. And thanks to the good folks of Southern California from Santa Barbara all the way down to to Hollywood and Long Beach and everywhere that we're hanging out down here in L.A. as we get ready for Pasadena on Saturday. We'll actually be in Pasadena on Friday as well for the uh, in-stadium practices for the USA and Mexico. The U.S. team currently practicing over in uh, in Anteater land. And tomorrow, I'll be heading to Santa Monica. That's right, to hang out with a couple of dudes who you might remember from World Soccer Talk. You might remember from that Premier League podcast from last year. Nick Webster and Robin Burt and yours truly will be Drinking some Riesling and Chardonnay in Santa Monica. We're getting the band back together. I love it. World Soccer Talk Radio signing off. Thanks to Nick Swartzen and Brett Ernst, by the way, for a great show at the Hollywood Improv and a couple of great pictures on Twitter with me and uh, old Nick Swartzen. Check those out. Nate Abarea signing off. World Soccer Talk Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.